Good evening. I just came back from home from Uganda on a 19-hour flight. So if you see me falling asleep, just know that's the reason why. And uh, when I was there, I met my grandma. Uh, growing up as a child, I was very close to my grandma, and she loved me so much. The one thing I remember when I was newly ordained, two weeks a priest, my grandma was really very sick. And as we were in this room, we thought time has come. So we said, Grandma, I think it's time to call a priest. She said, okay, I think it's a good idea. So I looked around the whole room, I was the only priest. So I went to the back of the room, I put on my vestments and I came back, I sat on his bed. He looked up and asked me, what are you doing here? I said, Grandma, you asked for a priest. And then he said, I want a real priest, not you. So when I was home this holiday, I asked her, Grandma, am I now a real priest? She said, not yet. But today we come together to pray for ourselves. Like most of you, when I came back to this country, the news I found wasn't very present in the media about the sexual scandal, the violence going on. It has been a very depressing time. Like you, I was really depressed. I said, how can this happen? It pained me. I spent time saying, really, how can this happen? But the first reading today from Isaiah was my consolation. And God was saying, do not be afraid because the time for vindication has come. That was a consolation. I said, yes, finally God is listening. But what I know is when you go back into the Old Testament from the book of Genesis, God is creating, God is making us. To the book of Revelation, whereby it says, we shall see God face to face. In all this, it shows that God is personally involved into the world. And God desires to be part of the world. That's why when we come to worship today, it's not an impersonal God who is very far. It's a God who is very close to us, who is moving side by side with us, who cries when our world is destroying itself. But as we come to pray, he's asking us, what are you doing about the world? What are we doing about what's going on? It's very easy for us to sit and get depressed, but he's telling us, it's not time for getting depressed. It's the time for vindication. It's a time for doing something. Let's pray for ourselves. Let's pray for the victims. Let's pray for all those involved, asking God to get involved, to heal the wounds. Because as we come today, we see the God who is involving is being fulfilled in the gospel today. Jesus is going through Sidon to Tyre. From Tyre to Sidon is going to Decapolis, the 10 cities. These were all pagan cities, you can call them. Greek cities. But as he's going through them, they bring him a man who was mute and had a speech impediment. 
So in all the different cultures, people who had problems with speech and were deaf were always treated differently. Even the Jews whom we looked to, they said they didn't know what they understood. So the rabbi considered them not really humans. I was reading an article about the Native Americans, and for them, they considered them as monsters because they never knew what to do with them. It's always good to be blind when you can hear because you understand. But if you're mute and the speech, you are really in trouble. But what Jesus does is he gets this man, takes him aside. That's the personal God. He deals with God. He deals with him as God. But he doesn't deal with him as another case, but as a person. So this is a God who is involved. He takes him aside. He deals with him. And he tells us, he looks up to heaven. He's telling the man, what I am doing comes from heaven. The power I'm doing is not some magic tricks I'm doing on you. It's the power that comes from heaven. And so God begins to heal this man. But what is very important, what the Bible says, his friends brought him to Jesus. So I'm going to challenge you today. Among the friends you have, do you have one who can bring you to Jesus? We may have so many friends we can go and drink with, have fun with, but do you have a friend who can bring you to Jesus? It's not an accusation, but what is very important is what we see. How important are your friends in your life? Can they bring you to Jesus for healing, to pray for you? Says, Jesus, my friend is suffering. Please heal him or her. That's a very important friend. So if you don't have one, I challenge you, go and find a friend who will bring you to Jesus. But as they bring him to Jesus, Jesus is telling them, be opened. He's telling him, be opened. And information is telling us today, all of us, to be opened. A few years back, I had two priest friends, and we were sitting down watching soccer. And both of them, they were heavy smokers. So I was in the middle of them. And I told them, why don't you stop smoking? They said, ah, it's no big deal. A few weeks later on, one of them got a massive heart attack. And the doctor said, unless you stop smoking, you're going to die in the next six months. It was very surprising to me that he did what he thought he'll never do. He stopped smoking. But his friend didn't stop because it wasn't his doctor telling him that. And it didn't take long, he, also, he died himself. So when the doctor told him, stop smoking or you're going to die, he listened in a different way than before. He was opened. He opened his ears and knew, I may die. It, was, it is possible. So this is not an smoking campaign. Don't worry. But see, what we see, God is telling him, be opened. He wants him to be open to listen in the way he has never listened before. And immediately, the words become actions. Because Jesus' words are not just mere words. They are actions because the God who created by word, 
Let there be, and there was. Is the same God speaking to us today. He's telling us, be opened. So the question for you and me, where am, have I been blind? Where am I being deaf to God? God is asking us, be opened. To what? To our neighbors. Let us be open to the cries around us. The people who are suffering around us. He's telling us, be open to them. Let us listen to their cry. And when we are opened, God gives us the grace to touch them. He uses us to touch them and bring them to him. So let us pray for ourselves, asking God that on this day, give us the grace to be open to your word and see the world as you want us to see it. The Lord be with you.